Good morning, Lake Tahoe, and to everyone else listening around the Tahoe Basin. I'm Mike Perrin, joined by Rob Galloway for this fresh edition of Tahoe Talk, January 26. It is bluebird out at the time of recording, but as you've got later in the podcast, a massive dump of snow on the way, and people are sort of giddy up in, in Tahoe right now, so... Maybe we'll catch a few more extra listeners as people get sort of hunkered down and, and uh, yeah. batting the hatches, you know? <laughs> Hopefully, fingers crossed. We'll see. Yeah. A big shout out to Lake Tahoe Aleworks, our sponsor of Tahoe Talk. They've got two locations, one in State Line, Nevada, tucked in between the casinos, and one in California at the Y in South Lake Tahoe, home of the wood-fired pizza, self-serve beer wall, and live music. Great spot for kids and a family meal deal that'll feed the whole clan for 35 bucks. Check it out, LakeTileWorks.com. I'm going to kick it off here on my national edition or portion with some sports. We got X Games, NFL, and Major League Baseball. Starting first, though, with X Games. I love watching it, especially with the snow in the forecast. The stoke level's high all around the Tile Basin, as I mentioned. So this will be a good way to uh, really see what you can't do out on the mountain. <laughs> the X Games <laughs> returned to Buttermilk in Aspen, Colorado for the 20th consecutive year. They did not postpone. They are persevering and it all kicks off January 29th through the 31st. Nearly a hundred of the world's top winter athletes will take that center stage and compete. And it is the, you know, the nation's biggest snow sport event of the year. And they will have live coverage of the event, ESPN, ESPN2, and ABC. Our hometown girl, Jamie Anderson, is expected to take another slope-style gold possibly this year after winning Lax Open over in Europe last weekend. So big shout out to her and and tune in to that. Uh, That'll be ABC Saturday midday if you want to catch Jamie's run. They lucked out there. I mean, they had it at this time last year, like right before everything hit and they're rolling back into it where, you know, things are starting to return a little back to uh to normal they, yeah but it's still no fans uh, yeah and, but and very locked down as well yep yeah but still i mean i guess this was this is the best time i guess if you were going to have yeah, an event right definitely and weather looks good for it and we do have a, what, a handful of uh sister newspapers around that area so if you want that oh, yeah. local coverage more in-depth rather than the national coverage check them out uh, yeah we're gonna you know, places like aspen times the Vale daily and whatnot or you just pick us up because we'll steal their content because that's what we there do you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh keeping it in the family <laughs> nfl announced that twenty-two thousand fans will attend the super bowl in tampa bay uh this next saturday uh, sunday uh, and that's going to include 7,500 vaccinated healthcare workers who will actually receive free tickets. So I, I don't know about you, Rob, but I was watching the playoff games uh, and, you know, the, the AFC and NFC championships. Those stadiums seem pretty packed. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, you could see those, the spaces in the, in the stands. But if that was a 22,000 fans, I think 22,000 fans is going to look pretty packed in there yeah the I, can't, Super Bowl. I can't remember what um i, I want to say because i i, I kind of recall the announcer for the um for the chiefs game saying there's seventeen thousand, but it sounds like seventy thousand, something like that uh, i don't remember exactly what it was okay. change up though for for the the teams that played for the majority of the season without fans and then you come into something like 17 or 22 so whoa i forgot what this was like that's a good point yeah, that'll really spark them and going to be a great competition at uh, as Tampa Bay has 
home field advantage for the first time ever in a Super Bowl. And of course, Brady at 43 years old, uh, just and then they, you know, they keep showing Patrick Mahomes when Brady was in his first season in the Super Bowl. He was six years old. Pretty yeah. wild. They were. I, I saw something funny too that said uh, Brady. He's he's the oldest quarterback ever to play in a Super Bowl. He's also the second oldest to ever play in a Super Bowl. He's also the third oldest to ever play in a Super Bowl. <laughs> That's a good one. And changing sports here to Major League Baseball, the 2021 Hall of Fame class will be announced tonight, Tuesday. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Sammy Sosa are three of the eleven stars. That are on the chopping block. Not everyone makes it. It's more. It's a. It's a slightly different process than other Hall of Fame inductions, where you've got different votes. So tune into that tonight, or just catch a recap if you want to skip the uh, monotony of them voting and sort of announcing it. But uh, that is going down Tuesday night for the 2021 MLB Hall of Fame. And now into some of your technology here. Netflix says we're feeling lucky. You know, do you spend more time debating which shows to watch than actually watching shows like we do sometimes in our household? <laughs> if so, you'll be happy to know Netflix confirmed the release of a shuffle play button in the first half of 2021. So that'll be interesting to see, you know, what kind of logarithm that they're working off of, whether mm-hmm. whether it's going off of your viewing habits. They haven't announced a bunch of info on that, but uh, we'll see if that's a good or a bad thing. And then also, did you notice the the $1 increase? They slid into your email over the weekend, of course. They didn't do it on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, so, you know, they just topped out at 200 million subscribers. So just a quick infusion to the company of $200 million. Yeah. I noticed million I noticed it, but I also have a, I have a subscription that um, a lot of people still are like, what? They still send DVDs through the mail? I still have that as part of my Netflix subscription. <laughs> Only because I can't, I, there's a lot of movies I can't get on streaming services and they offer those up um, that I can just get them right in my mailbox. So I still wow. do the old DVD. Yeah. Okay. We were talking about that last night as we were flipping through Netflix options. And if you're saying, remember it was six bucks and you had the little envelope and oh, yeah they still it got it back. i still awesome. rock and roll that thing every that's month, man. great <laughs> uh, and sticking with that theme more branded shortcuts than ever are going to be on your tv remote chinese smart tv maker hisense introduced a remote with six branded buttons including netflix prime video youtube uh to tubi which i haven't even heard of and the disney plus and peacock which is nbc of course so video said hold my beer <laughs> and they up to up the ante with seven buttons so streaming services dish out about a dollar per remote for this real estate making the buttons a valuable revenue stream for tv manufacturers that uh, are offsetting basically about approximately a 60% decline in TV prices between 2014 and 2019. I mean, it's almost like you just throw them away kind of thing now, you know, like a, a lot of other electronics, they're just worthless. You just buy a new one. They're so cheap. So on the other end, the smart TV market is expected to grow 10.5% annually through 2025 and streaming services see these buttons as a mean towards subscriber growth and increase viewership. I got them on my my TV remote. I actually don't use them that much. I still go to the home and then click the Netflix. So I don't know. <laughs> it, it doesn't I, do its job for me. 
I use the Netflix button on mine, but one of the things that I, I do like for prime, cause I don't have a prime button. I do the casting, like I'll pull it up on my phone and then I'll cast it to my TV. Ah, so it's, it's savvy. easy. I, just, I got like a remote basically for my phone and I pick out what I want to watch and then I cast it to my TV and it shows up there. So it's, there we go. it's kind of easy. Smooth move there, Rob. And then uh, two uh, Elon Musk stories to round out my uh, info here. Elon Musk tweeted he has given away $100 million towards a prize for the best carbon capture technology out there to date. One of the key goals, aside from you know combating climate change, is to lower the price of direct air carbon capture. But a little catch here, this is so it can become a little more feasible to be used as synthetic rocket fuel, replacing the fossil fuels now. Perfect segue to my next story because Elon Musk does own SpaceX. Uh, they just launched another one. Sunday night, the Falcon 9 lifted off uh, Sunday morning, actually, out of Cape Canaveral, launching 143 small satellites into orbit. And if that sounds like a lot, it is. 143 payloads is the new record for a single rocket. And they're not even all SpaceX or Starlink satellites. It's sort of like a rideshare program. They're saying, "Hey, AT and T, you wanna you wanna lift to uh, <laughs> on up to space for your new satellite to you know go more to five G, six G. All right, take hop on Falcon Nine. They charge AT and T, and they're taking up other satellites among their actual Starlink satellites. So again, the booster nailed its landing back home for the eighth time." since may 2020 so where it lands on that that pad the island so crazy, in the atlantic that's another record they have used this booster eight times since may 2020 pretty wild stuff there so that's my roundup here what's happening nationally i will turn it over to you rob take it away all right so i got a quick question for you mike um because we announced the upcoming auction that's going to take place for lakeside and casino which uh if, if folks remember they closed their doors early last year as a result of uh the pandemic but my question to you mike is what is the one thing that you would want from lakeside any anything particular <laughs> i want the tacos back <laughs> <laughs> I want the taco recipe. Oh, I don't, <laughs> um, I don't know. Maybe the air filters. <laughs> maybe the air filters that they had that every. Uh, that oh no, you don't want there. those. That's good. No, <laughs> they're already used with use. <laughs> I'll I'll take the craps table. Uh, I guess it's one of the longest in Nevada. I have no idea where I put it, but uh, they're auctioning off pretty much everything. Um, it's it's going to be online. There's no minimums, and basically the highest bid wins. So, uh, stay tuned to check out for uh you know if you're interested in any of that i mean if you want a slot machine in your house you might be able to get one um kind of weird kind of cool all at the same time i don't know um, i know people are jonesing for it we posted that story on social media and, and people are pretty hyped on it yeah see it's gonna be interesting though um in another story yesterday uh, california governor newsom released all of california from the stay at home order and because they won't share with us exactly how they're determining the ICU projected 15% capacity, we don't know whether or not um, there is science behind it or if they are just simply given up because nobody was following the order anyways. Um, don't know. Southern Cali uh, California, they are still at 0%. So pretty much uh, given up on how to try and figure that out. I did have a thought though, Mike, and I know, um, or if you recall, you know, they had the expected surges from Thanksgiving and Christmas. You think they're going to, there's any type of surge that's going to fall in line with the Super Bowl? Because it's kind of in the same category, right? People get together, watch the Super Bowl, 
party. And, and it's about as uh, intimate, you know, people sharing food indoors. So that's yeah, a very good point. I haven't thought about that. Be safe out there, folks. I've not, I've not heard anything. I've not heard anybody have bring that up as any kind of concern. But uh, just wondering, you know, I don't know. Um, and if you didn't know, since 1979, people around the lake, they basically have been hanging out and counting bald eagles to see just how the population is doing. And this year on January 8th, a total of 42 bald eagles were counted, which is 15 more than the previous high of 27 set back in 2017. I guess that's good news if you're a bald eagle. And I was thinking about this, Mike, is there any other animal that's just as badass as the bald eagle? When you think about the bald eagle, I mean, there's other cool animals, but... I don't know, just that bald eagle. It's just like, yeah, it's badass. The bear is a close second, but just the way they but a bear can't when you... fly. No, no, <laughs> it'd be scary if they could. But yeah, it just makes you want to scream, America. A, ba- a bear is also. It's, it seems kind of cuddly too. A bald eagle doesn't seem cuddly. It just seems like <laughs> no. it's gonna pick your eye out <laughs> if you mess with it. Touche. <laughs> And if you've ever been to Nevada Beach on, say, 4th of July or just there on a busy summer afternoon and you thought to yourself, I wish there was a bottle refilling station or maybe a place where my dog can get a drink, uh, I guess that could become a reality soon as a state line couple. They've started up a GoFundMe page to install um, both of those by the Kill Drive bathrooms. Their goal is 6000 I actually checked it out uh, this morning. They were at almost 5500 bucks, so they're pretty damn close. And I think with some matching, they're going to get there. Uh, but uh, hopefully the station's going to help reduce some single-use plastic bottles because we all know that we can use less trash on the beaches. Um, and for more information and the link where you can go to donate, check out our story online there. Um, and while we're talking about trash, the Placer County Board of Supervisors, they voted in support of potentially increasing trash service to the eastern part of the county. Um, and for those of you that don't know, the eastern part of Placer is the Tahoe region, uh, but that's going to include both residential and public sites, uh, which would be fantastic uh, uh, the proposed ordinance amendment um, that would allow for some exceptions if you think about, uh, you know, unoccupied uh, vacation rentals or second homes. Um, but if it is approved, um, I think it's today that it goes uh, to approval. Um, it's going to go into effect April 1st. So just in time for the summer season. So hopefully that'll just help with some trash. Um because I got another trash related story. And this was actually one of the most engaged stories that we had from last week. And it had to do with sledding. Uh, it's not just about the trash that gets constantly left behind. We've talked about that ad nauseum. Uh, but it's also how people are just parking wherever on the side of the road and thinking like, oh, this looks like a good place to sled. Uh, if this is you and you are parked illegally, I hope that you were one of the hundreds of people that either got sotations or towed because they're towed. Did I say towed? Toward? <laughs> um, but if it was one of you, I just a question is what the hell are you doing? Um, and I guess a child actually got struck earlier this month off Mount Rose Highway. Um, it, just because there's a bunch of cars there, people doesn't mean it's cool to sled there or just hang out. Um, just be safe and don't don't be one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> that child actually was sledded sled into the the roadway. Yeah, I, Which, so, I don't want to talk to those parents. Too. Yeah, and there's more of that that's happened too. Um, you know, yep. this one was just you know unfortunate, but it, it's happened. And uh, you know, I was reading one of the comments um, on uh, social media that they somebody had posted this story, and they're like, "Oh no, that's fake news." I go up twice a week up to Tahoe for my job, and I didn't see any of this. And it's like, really, guy, come on, come up during the weekend. We'll we'll show you what's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Also, another story. Last week, a Fairfield man and woman, uh, they are thanking two security guards at Mont Blue Resort Casino for saving them from the pool last week. And I guess the man jumped in to save uh, the woman who was struggling. And then he struggled himself. Uh, he went underwater for almost two and a half minutes. Uh, one of the security guards, they jumped in. They were fully clothed. Uh, they pulled him out and her. Uh, they were luckily able to use CPR and revive um, him. And the man ultimately was able to return home under his own power. So gold stars for Mike Griffin and Chris Wren. I'd say that that couple owes you guys a beer or two, or at least a Christmas card. You know, <laughs> I want to know if there were a beer or two involved in that. I mean, because that that Mont Blue pool, it's got a lot of blind spots in it. There's like a big rock grotto and whatnot. And it's, it doesn't have the best, you know, track track record. Yeah. There's, this has happened before. So mm-hmm. they might need to take a take a gander Maybe. at that. Yeah, yeah. Um and uh, maybe the, the biggest story that we got rolling on this week is uh, everybody basically is expecting what folks are calling the largest storm of the year. It is supposed to hit late tonight um, or possibly a little bit earlier. Maybe um, we'll, we'll just wait and see what that looks like, but last into Thursday. So make sure you're, you're stocked up. You have uh, gas in the snowblower. Um, if you're going to be doing some shoveling, make sure you do some stretching because you might be uh, you might have be having to do it uh, quite a bit. But uh, the official storm warning is 7 p.m. tonight through 4 a.m. Friday morning. They said snow could reach as low as the North Sacramento Valley. That's kind of crazy if you think about it. Uh, and I can't decide if we should, you know, talk less about the storm so it actually happens or egg the storm on to give us a big dump. Um, regardless. Uh, anyone planning on getting out there during or after, maybe not, hopefully not during, um, just make sure you're prepared. Cause I guess Douglas County Sheriff, uh, they were out in the storm last night uh, and they had to find a, a skier who got uh, turned around up at heavenly. So it can happen quick folks. Just uh, pay attention. What any, any thoughts around what you're looking forward to for this storm? I mean, it's like people are giddy. I mean, I think you mentioned it there. I, this is a big dump. So we're, we're really looking forward to it. Yeah. Three to six feet uh, up at, up at the crest is the, the forecast. And, you know, when the COVID shutdowns happened last year, March 6th, 16th Vale shut down Sierra. It was absolutely nuking and it was the biggest storm of the year last year. So we haven't had an opportunity for true powder day like this. So people are going to be jonesing, but I got to say, be careful out there. I mean, even in uh, inbound terrains, avalanches, they're going to be unstable slabs on top of this, you know, really hard packs. snow we've got, there's going to be big loads. So be cautious, even yeah, the tree wells, all of that, Mm -hmm. Uh, be safe out there. Absolutely. Cool. All right. That's your Tahoe Talk for January 26th. We'll be back next week. Big shout out to Lake Tahoe Works for the support and to you for listening. Have a great day, Rob, and be safe out there. You too. See you.